Welcome to Lawcast again. It's Melanie and Chris. Chris. Is here. And, and uh, we got the name right for once. <laughs> I know Phoebe, our producer, will really enjoy that because I know I have been told this this week that uh, last week in our podcast we did not get it right. Okay, everybody, this is called the Lawcast, and please forgive us if we don't call it the Lawcast every single week. We are getting better at this, but unfortunately, we are lawyers. Yes, and you all notice that we are back. Slightly different, actually. We're yes, slightly yes, different. Yes, playing around. With yeah, the we're, we're, let us know how you think. What you think about the uh, the new look? But yeah, we're back back home, mm. back to a normal sort of space. Mm. After we were obviously in, in the Gold Coast last week, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, oh my goodness, I had so much fun there. Yeah, I'm really glad to, to get back to it. I had a lot of mini M and M's though. Yes, they they gave us all these kind of little little mini M and M's, like like mini mini M and M's, and. <laughs> really good. I think it was sort of. <laughs> I, I lasted longer than Melanie did. Yes. <laughs> um, I can say that. Uh, and um, I had this big plan of. So they're like really small, and there's probably, I don't know, like 100 in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have just one at a time. <laughs> and anyway, I lasted to sort of Wednesday, I think. And then I started with one. And before you know it, I was kind of five at a time, yeah. six at a time. And then I just actually bit the bullet and <laughs> I got a plate and just poured them all <laughs> onto the plate and they were still gone within, oh, got to be, got to be five minutes. To, so the whole, the whole thing was gone within yeah, ten. Yeah, the plate was, the plate was just an easier way to get to the end of the Yes, yeah, so I'm not actually sure the mininess of it. <laughs> like, I, I like that it's, I like the ratio. Yeah. Of, of crust to chocolate. But if you had sat there and it was a large M&M, which equals probably about five or six mini M&Ms, mm. and you sat there and ate a whole packet of normal M&Ms. I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. I don't think you would have enjoyed it. So, anyway, so we, yeah, so <laughs> I ate a lot of M&Ms, which yes. I actually, I thought yeah, was very nice, actually. Um, that was a really good time, actually. Mm, it really was a really good time. time. But um, I know that you have sort of a few things that came over your mind this week. Yes, yes. So, so those who don't know, we've, where the government's been kind of zooming around its thoughts about super, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, a few it's months been, it's sort of been on the on the table. Yeah, for a long last time, year. Actually. Yeah, we've got this. You know, we we all know that there's been this legislation that was passed a kajillion years ago to get super up to twelve percent. Mm. Um, that was frozen for about a decade. You know, we got frozen for years and years, right? You know, there's always something. There's always something that happening. Um, and we know it was also frozen last year, but then they unfroze it. They unfroze super. Mm. And everyone was like, ooh, are they going to freeze it again because of COVID? Are they unfreeze it because of COVID? Everyone's playing a little bit of game. It was going on, yeah. And and it looks like the 10% is coming in uh, in a few yeah. weeks. In fact, the 1st of July, everyone yeah, should so. be getting more super. Um, and, uh, and just last night, and somehow, you know, this wasn't on my radar, but then again, I'm not a tax lawyer. So, mm. you know, um, the... Uh, the um <laughs> sorry behind the camera yeah, there's always just, something going he has just tripped over all, all the, the cords and tried to really play it off <laughs> yeah, it's really cruel of us actually we're sorry Phoebe we'll, we'll apologize to your family <laughs> at some point um yeah so last night they they passed some sort of law or bill mm. or something like that to say that I think to say that people uh, can stick with their super funds if they want to and also to get a bit more transparency about mm. super funds to ask to tell super funds they have to let their subscribers know or their 
Oh, I don't know what we're called. As I, think a, I think they call them members. Members. Okay, the members, no. The, the customers. Customers, yeah. no. Um, whether they're underperforming or not. I find this really interesting because how do you know? How do they know that? Well, because isn't this a giant secret? Firstly, there, surely there is a, an index for this, like because yeah, what yes. is underperforming? But I, I, I really like it. I actually really like it. Uh, yeah. So why why is Labor? Why is the independents? Mm. Why do they all hate it? I don't know because surely, uh, surely everyone. Why does except, the union hate it? Surely everyone except the super company would love this. Because well, I understand why the super company might be a bit. Yeah, because if, if you are underperforming and you know you're underperforming, you don't want anyone to find no, out. No, no one wants to tell people that you're not underperforming. It doesn't matter what when, you're doing. Especially when you're paying all these fees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially because it also, over the years, have made it easier to move. So yeah, you know, like it's, it's super. It's super easy to move. They they put all this because I remember you know for a while there I wasn't working and my super fund whittled down to zero and then they cancelled all my insurances and that was the end of it. I know they can't do that anymore. Um, there's a bunch of things they can't do. Like, you can't, they, they, apparently they can't take more money out than going in or something like that. Which all of those are, like, I think they're probably the bigger kind of benefits yeah. that they've done over the years. Look, I mean, I, I was one that, um, you know, this sort of change happened when I was about 19 mm. and uh, 19 happened, I'd been working since I was 14. Mm. Um, I mean, I know I wasn't earning big money already. I mean, I was broke uni student. Yeah. But I still was getting my 9% of super. Yeah. I, had a, I didn't have a dollar. Yeah. I actually didn't have a dollar yeah. of super, uh, super yeah. because the life insurance and I yeah. didn't need life insurance. The, the, the super funds also take their own fees. Yeah, they take fees so and insurances and I didn't need any of them. No, it's, it's, it was a bit, it's a bit grim, isn't it? Because actually that's money. That's our money. Um, our employers pay yeah. that into our super fund on our behalf. And, and it was it seemed really unfair that the super fund could whittle it away to zero and use it for their own means. Mm. Well, the government, has broadly speaking, has stopped that from happening, which I think is great. Mm. And now they've brought in this extra protection. I think it's an extra protection. The unions have a different view on this. I'm just wondering if there's how we can see it in a different how we can see it in the Labor's mm. way. Uh, would it make it difficult if you can keep? I guess the question is. Is it better to have one super fund throughout your entire life than it is to have several super funds? Because that's what happens. You work at McDonald's, you work there, you work here, you work everywhere mm. else. As a, as a young person, you might have had 10 separate jobs before the age of 25. You could potentially have 10 separate super funds, mm. um, simply because that's the super fund that they've put the money into and you just haven't thought about it. I mean, maybe that is the problem though, because, um, I, for one, the super company I've always had is, I've only ever had one, um, but it was the one that I was given when I was, not given, but okay. suggested when I was, you know, 15, right. Didn't, I knew nothing. Yeah. Um, I was just lucky that the one that they happened to pick it was, was, was a good was one. It was a good one in your view? In my view now. But I don't know. I mean, <coughs> I think for a lot of people, that's probably true. Um, okay. They just kind of so, go with the flow and... So we're talking about what that consumer show used to call the lazy tax? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I can understand that. I still think it's a good thing. I, I like the fact, surely you make more money when there's more money in there. And if you've got lots of different super funds, especially if they're not actually, you're not actually putting money into yeah. it, you're not going to 
you know, money makes money. I, I think you have to have one. I, I, I'm not aware of too many benefits to having more. Of more than one. Yeah, look, I get it. Absolutely. So they've done that, and super's going up to 10% in a couple mm. of weeks. But, I mean, we haven't really spoken about it, I don't think, in depth. But, I mean, it's been unfrozen to go 10%. Mm. Mm. It is supposed to get to, to 12 yeah. within the next few years. Yeah. Um, but what's your views on it? What do you think? Because it's actually, there's, there's a lot more involved in it than yeah, you Yeah, well, I, I always look at it from a business perspective mm. because, you know, I've got an invested interest in how that works for my team and, and it's it's actually really, it's, it, it's a big thing. I'm setting up a business at the moment, I'm thinking about it mm. because the salary I'm potentially offering, it's, it's going to be, yeah, I, I need to think about whether I can afford the increases hmm. because it's a from from a business perspective it's a compulsory pay rise yeah um and i know that the individual's not getting it but i'm still paying it uh look i think it's tough for small businesses especially in this environment i understand why it's happening because a lot of people weren't earning a lot of super this year and it's a way to um Bump it up. Bump it up, certainly is. I don't know whether they'll freeze it again. I think they probably will, but, you know, I'm not a magic wand fairy. I don't know. I think they might freeze it one year and then the next year they'll be yeah. back. But I don't think it'll get to 12. I think what's going to happen is what instead of industry saying, we'll give you X plus super, it'll be a package inclusive. Yeah, and certainly we've spoken about this. Mm. About, um, the Sort of the intricacies are that, and I think, unfortunately, I think a lot of people are going to get a bit of a rude shock in about two weeks' time when they mm. get their pay packet. Um, but if you have, let's say, $100,000, and if it's an inclusive kind of package, mm. you're going to get less money in your pocket. You're going to get less money in your pocket. And yeah. it will be considerably less. Mm. Like, it'll be a shock less. Yeah. So when that pay packet comes in, I just... In fact, it'll be like, though, if we if we say, if we use the 100000 um, I don't know what that is because you can't take 10% from that and still equal 90 but let's just pretend that exists <laughs> all those mathematicians mm. out there just forgive us um, I'm going to say your 10, you've got 90 and your 10% super equals 100,000 yeah. but if you're 9.5 then you're earning 92,500 yeah. and you're earning 100,000 altogether all of a sudden you're going to earn 90,000 yeah. and that is less you're going to get a, you're going to get a pay decrease that is more than the, what do you call it, the index. Because mm. if we are to believe the 2.5% pay rises mm. that we're all, that minimum wage is about to get, so it's going to push it up over 20 bucks. If, I just... Well, what you're saying is... It's like a negative inflation. Yeah. If you couple this with the fact that if your 100,000 doesn't go up, which a lot of people... It, yeah. Is it, is not a lot of pay rises this year. Not a lot of pay rises, even if it is keeping up with, with yeah. inflation. A lot of them aren't. Yeah. Um, and if you couple that with that, you, you're actually significantly worse off this year than you were You are. And um, if you're one of the unfortunate ones that are also getting hex debt. <laughs> then you're just, you're just kind <laughs> of adding it all up. Yeah, but look. <sighs> but I think employees need to be well aware of this. Uh, I th uh, because yeah. they need to be aware that that is how business sees it. Um, but it's hard. Like for me, I all of a sudden I have to pay X amount of dollars more to my to my staff without them actually getting it. 
Yeah, so... <laughs> that's the other problem. You, you, you're kind of getting worse of both worlds, I think, because pay, to some degree, is helping you get kind of staff satisfaction. That's right. But yes, you're not yes. getting that. Like some you, three ish on the list of yeah, things. Yeah. You're not getting that because they're not feeling it. No. The employee doesn't doesn't oh, I'm gonna say they don't care too much. Um they just see that they're oh I'm still getting the same amount. Um you know you so you're paying them more but they're not really caring as so you're not getting the it's uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, for those who are who are financially savvy, will see the that ten that extra point five percent super as a real benefit because, of course, when you are sixty five, I'm going to say, um, mm. um, you can get it. Well, I'd probably get access to it earlier, but you can get access to it, and all of a sudden, it's it's free money and it's tax free money yeah. and so on, and that's brilliant. But <laughs> when you're twenty five, twenty six years old, that's more than a lifetime away. Well, I can tell you that when you speak to people about how much, you know, and ask my mates how much they own, it's, they, just, they don't, super's not out, it's just, you know, 60. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. I know that it's 60 plus super, which, yeah. you know, from their employer's point of view, mm. is however much money, but they don't. They yeah. just do not see it that or way. Or do, do they get 60 inclusive and they they're don't... They're about think, to get a root shot. Yeah, they're going to have a bit of a, a bit of a shot. Uh, yeah. Because no one's actually looked at that part of their clause when they first sign it. Especially if you haven't really tasted a pain, a super increase for a while. Yeah, it's just um, yeah. I, I think the contracts are going to change, um, and will will be an inclusive yeah. package. Of, and and when super goes up each year, if it does go up each year, there'll need to be considerations in some point on that. Look, I don't disagree. Super is should. Lots of countries don't have it, and lots of countries do. So like. Yeah, I'm going to be super you think controversial. Yeah, you think super's a waste of time. Actually, I no. don't like super. So, so, okay. I don't like it. You think you have want to be in control of your own money? I find, I'm, I'm, I would much rather have the money in my own pocket because I feel as though, one, I can outperform them, Yeah. Um, which I know is a big statement, but two... <laughs> You're um, a genius. Control matters. Control really matters. Um... And it's, look, it's 10% of your pay that you're not getting any any control of whatsoever. And, I mean, last year is a good example. And I know you were able to draw out of your super, but that was a response to a specific worldwide event. But what happens if you are feeling those same restraints, the same pressures, but it has nothing to do with a global pandemic? Yeah, that's right. You know, know, on the cusp of bankruptcy and so on and so forth. And you know there's 300 grand sitting somewhere that you can't touch. It's absurd. Um, Okay. and, And... it's your money. It is your money. You worked for it. Well, it it, it it's considered an anomaly in the in the world, you know. Well, yeah, when you when you actually look up world like wealth indexes, we're right up there because technically speaking, everyone's got super. There's like no one who's in debt. Yeah. Because even if you feel as though you're a hundred in the dot in the in the red, you have three hundred thousand in super. Technically speaking, you yeah, know. I wonder if they count that. I don't know. Well, well they're I, doing these wealth indexes, but they shouldn't. That's because, really funny. You, you don't actually have that money. No, it's not if your. If you're 25 years old, I don't have that money, and I'm not 25 years yeah. old. It is. It is a fascinating thing. I've got. You know, when you think about super, you wonder whether you've got enough, and I probably don't because I've been running the business for a really long mm. time. 
and not many business owners put money into super. It's just the way it runs, and certainly small businesses. And you just look at that and go, or if they do, it's because they've got a bit of a surplus and they stuff it all in at the last minute, you know, that sort of thing. It's, I don't know, super's a funny one. When I was a kid back in New Zealand, mm. there was a bit of a drive when I was around 18 years old. Not yesterday, everyone. Some time ago. Yeah. yeah. Looking on Google. <laughs> yeah, was she? Um, I was about 18 years old. There was, there were a bunch of advertisements that were going around on TV about paying into pensions. Yeah, because England has also super. They call it the pension, mm. and it's, it's there's a there's a weird way of how it's paid into and so on. But New Zealand didn't have any of that. All the money that you earned went straight into your pocket. Obviously, the ATO received not yeah. the ATO, but the equivalent to yeah. the NZTO, perhaps. Are all their acronyms all a bit dirty? I don't know. Maybe because it's like how New South Wales has unfortunate kind of letters yeah so it was anyway gone <laughs> yeah anyway so the equivalent to the ato in new zealand um um yeah you, you give your money there but the rest of it goes into your pocket so there are all these pension fund sales people mm. running around trying to get you to put money into it very similar to how you see advertisements today about life insurance yep. or this weird funeral insurance or, you know, all this sort of stuff. The whole, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and I had a conversation with someone about putting some of my money away into super, and it was the, the, the figures were beautiful, you know, looked amazing. Oh, you start with 50,000, you end up with a million dollars. Yeah, I'm a millionaire at the end of it, and I was a very low income earner, and I was mm. looking at this going, oh, you know, can I put away the extra 12 bucks? you know, to do this mm. and so on. I actually chose not to when I was 18 because mm. I looked at it and went, actually, I don't know if I'm going to be in New Zealand. And of course I wasn't. So what would I? What would have happened to that money that I was just paying into? It's not not necessarily mine. It's, it was like an insurance company. Probably would have dwindled with the fees. I just don't know, yeah. So if they're not keeping up with yeah. fees. Look, I, I like the idea of being told if my super fund is underperforming. I like that. Oh, transparency helps everyone. I like the fact that it is gonna they're gonna make it easier or better to keep your super fund and coupled with the underperforming notification, surely it's gonna give people a chance to do that lazy tax issue. Mm. So yeah, I dunno, and then of course it's going up ten percent, which is, you know, I'm gonna have to think about that and how you know, now I've got to do all that stuff. But it's gonna it's gonna hit it up. I just I don't like it for those reasons. I also don't like that come, you know, July 1st, which is also shortly thereafter, is going to be when people are going to be asking for pay increases. And you go, <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to... You just got a 0.5% one, dude. Yeah. And then they go, oh, well, yeah. that's, that's of no benefit to me. Because, because well, we, if, I mean, we, if we give everyone a pay rise of 2.5% like the government, you know, because of course... Minimum wage is going up 2.5%, so we're going to push it over that $20 mark and then 2022 or something like that. So if we give everyone a pay rise of 2.5% and they're also getting a super pay rise That's of 0.5%. It's great, yeah. They, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? If anyone's got a point of view on this, you might be a super fund provider, you might be a better mathematician than me. Or let us know what the issue is with 
with this new legislation that was passed last night. Yeah. And let me let us know if uh, if anyone else is like me. And I mean, it you should be said, my views are probably not very aligned with the public policy because <laughs> I get it. Every, no one would have any money. Well, yeah, come, <laughs> no one would have any money after come retirement time. And yeah, we'd all be paying a massive amount of tax. I get all that. But just on a personal view. You start, want your money in your pocket. I'd rather money in my own pocket. Maybe they should... Um, do something similar to what they've done with the healthcare system. It's a very draconian system here in Australia. You get penalised for not having healthcare. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, maybe they. <laughs> I mean, I don't like that either. <laughs> like, I think I think I'm just saying I just like it. I don't like like a free system. I like the real free market. Just okay. It'll no, cost you more. No one pays anything, and we just. <laughs> It, there's no government, it's just well, private, private entities. They, they say that people with car insurance are paying for all these people without it. That, that is true. So, but but if, if I take that, if we take that and say, well, look, if everyone got car insurance, would car insurance be cheaper? I still think the answer is no. No, why would they? Because um, they're still making money out of it. Supply and demand it's, still exists. Yeah, it's, just, and it's, it's like, you know, it's like the bridge, the um, the gateway bridge. Years ago when they built the gateway bridge for the first time, mm. I wasn't in New Zealand, um, Australia when this happened, but they built the gateway bridge and they made this massive promise that when it was paid off, it would be free. And all yeah. they did was make it more money. When was the, yeah, when was the last time you went over? I, probably a couple of weeks ago. And did you pay? Yeah, they, sure they, when when that sort of time came into place, they just passed more, you know, bylaws or whatever, and said, "Well, great, we're gonna we're gonna charge you, continue to charge you." Sorry, guys. So I know we made this giant promise because, when it first happened. Because that's how government works. Because a new thing comes up which they need to fund, and they need to make the money somehow. It's 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 why it's why doesn't matter if our roads are becoming more durable, the retro still goes up. The retro still goes up. I would like to sit, talking about retro, I mean, mm. you and I had a small conversation about some of the car on the way down to the Gold Coast mm. um, last week, didn't we? About um, Warrior Fitnesses. Lots and lots of countries have them. And they could be six monthly, they could be annual, but they have them. They, your car needs to be fit for the yeah. road yeah. and have have like a it's its own you know license to do that yeah. warrant of fitness and here they call them roadworthies right roadworthy. but you only get a, in queensland you only get a roadworthy when you purchase or and on the when conversely yeah yeah when you're selling or when you know you receive a roadworthy on the car with which you're purchasing which is relevant to the time frame with which you're purchasing so there is the potential and i think it happens more than more more a lot there's, there's a bunch of cars on the road who are just not roadworthy. How many cars do we see that drive around with one headlight? Well, I think like two or three weeks ago you mentioned one of these crazy laws and one of them was that in Germany uh, it's it's illegal to break down on the autobahn. Yes. And I, I thought that was absurd at the time. Well, yes, you yes, you but, were quite critical of that. But I've actually thought about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I kind of like it. <laughs> I, actually, it's a good I, law now. I think it's a good law because, you know what? If you are truly broken down, and we don't mean you've crashed, mm. which I don't know if that's covered, but if you are truly broken down, which is, uh, you know, you've run out of you've run out of gas or something you haven't serviced properly, yeah, that's on you. And actually, it does affect everyone because every single person that was late to work mm -hmm, or that was, mm -hmm. if we're going to speak purely economically, spent that little bit. If everyone spent. And it costs to go on the autobahn. 30 millilitres of extra fuel. 
there's thousands of cars yeah. that went past. Everyone cost everyone a lot of money. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that actually should be on them. And it's a good incentive to service your, service your car. Yeah, I do think there's an awful lot of cars out there who that, you know, are... I, I, what I think will happen, though, and it's, it's, it's certainly not a vote winner to make no, the vote worthy. it should be known this will... I don't think ever happened. No, probably never happened. But there, there are a lot of actually cars on the road that are not legal. Like they, they have their tires outside yeah, further than they defective, should be. Yeah. Um, you know, they might have larger um, exhausts on them. They're, they're lawful. They're raised higher than they should. They're raised be. higher than they should be. The, the tints are darker than they should be, and all that would be ca- would be captured six monthly. Yeah. Um, in a road, in a roadworthy six month roadworthy. But you know what? I know that I'm going to get an awful lot of hate mail. I actually don't care. These guys, these guys want to run around with their, with their wheels outside mm. the thing, with up higher. They can pull them down. They can take all that stuff off, get the road where they, if they want to. Because I know that the, the hoons do that. Mm. Um, they, they, yeah, I mean, you could every six months kind of just make a cut fine. Yeah, because when the hoons get defected, they just put all the stuff back, do the... Do the defect yes, t- assessment and then put it all back on again. Yeah. And and if you want to be that guy or that girl, then you know obviously we could, that that's going to be harder to stop. But I think it will stop a lot of these cars driving around with these very large tyres. Or um, apparently, and I didn't I didn't notice till fairly recently, the um, you know how you've got people who have the. Um, uh, on the front where they fishing the fishing rod things on mm. the front apparently they're unlawful to drive around with hey, yeah with the fishing rod or uh, i think with the fishing rod's probably fine but when there's no fishing rod on it you should be taking them off because think about yeah, it if you hit somebody you're going to totally screw them over you're going to cut them all open and, yeah so there's lots of things that you can't have on the front of your mm. vehicle all the time and, uh, and that would, it would stop that as well. And that's actually a safety hazard if you hit somebody. You're going you're gonna to do more damage to them. And that's the mm-hmm. reason why you're not allowed to drive with them on. But, you know, unfortunately here in Queensland, the, we, we have a lack of police because it's expensive to get police. Yeah. And these things aren't policed as much, so they just don't yeah. get picked so up. So why not put it into a process which will just police Yeah, I mean, itself. we have a draconian state anyway. We, we, we get... We get Get, you know, there's lots of things we get watched for all the time. This just seems like a sensible one, but you know, but this, this, yeah. So I, I don't. I would like to see that because you know my car's roadworthy. Yeah. So, so, so but why, why do we need to make? Why do we service our cars all the time? We make sure they're fine, and it comes at a cost. Yeah, look, I understand right, that there's a low economic space that feel you know that it's very difficult to own a car, but isn't you know, you, 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 you might end up in a country like Japan where in Tokyo, I believe, you can't own a car unless you own a car park. Well, yeah, it comes down to this, and, and this is a lot of things, frankly, is if you can't own and operate something, and that might be a business, or it might be a car, or it might be a house, it might be anything. If you can't own and operate lawfully, you can't afford it. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's just as simple as that. If, yeah. if you can't enforce... If you can't afford to continually service the car mm. such that it's not going to be, Ill, you know, illegal or mm. dangerous to others, 
You couldn't afford it. It's true. I'm always amazed, and um, please don't send me hate mail, people. But I'm always amazed about these people who who houses burn down. They go, oh, I've got no insurance, and now they've got a mortgage on a house that doesn't exist anymore. Crazy, crazy stuff. I just, you know, the, the, these people just risk. They just love risk. They think it's never going to happen yeah, to them. It's, it's you know, why would I pay that? That's not going to happen. It's, that's and completely then it happens, Oh, sorry. Then the, the hands come out for yeah. I'm, for I'm, charity. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm completely desolate. I've got no money. I've got no in contents or house insurance, and and now I don't know what I'm going to do. I just I mean, don't understand that. I mean, I know it's expensive, but but again, if you if you couldn't afford the insurance, you you couldn't afford. I the don't house. think you can. I don't think. Get a mortgage without it. So these people must, did, yeah, must be so cancelling it after they. After they say, and they're not informing their bank, which I'm almost certain <laughs> is actually a default. Uh, <laughs> so, irrespective of whether you can come up with the money, well, yeah. you'll, you'll need to come up with the entirety of the money because they'll send you a default notice, and yeah, you've got to come up with something. Too. Interesting, isn't it? Um, and, and but you see it where someone is in a very flood. Yeah. <laughs> no insurance or they're in a fire which is, zone <laughs> which is flooded four times in the last hundred years yeah. which okay is only once every 25 years yeah but you own a house but, for that long but that's still four times in the last yeah. Yeah. And, and they know if I mean especially if you hear that they haven't done their searches when, when they bought the house I mean certainly we don't do conveyancing no, but no, our, no. my understanding is that search is it's easy and free yeah. Yeah, because you can just go onto the Brisbane website. Like when I purchased my house in Cannon Hill, um, Cannon Hill is one of these places where you might be underwater, you might not be underwater. Yeah, so it, depending on which side of the street you're yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, exactly, all that sort of thing. So we um, we did that. I mean, you can just go online and take a look. It's due diligence. It's, yeah, I, I would, we, we, did, um, we did look at a house that we, when you go looking for houses. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about whether you did the same thing when you were buying your flat, but... Yeah. We, we started nicknaming houses, you know, um, boomerang kitchen house, you know. Just. <laughs> yeah, we used to, don't worry, we used to, it used to be, there was one that was a purple kitchen and yeah. it was the purple kitchen. Yeah, yeah, we had boomerang kitchen house, we had, you know, no backyard, we had noise, no, Noisy. Road, road noise house, yeah. we, you know, yep, yep, yep. Every, every house had its, uh, had its nickname. We called, and they're all problems related. Yeah, yeah, two problems around to the house and we called one flood house. <laughs> because we really liked it but in the last flood it, it was a two-story house and the flood went above the second story so it's it's <laughs> it under- absolutely flood prone in order for something to basically be ruined there needs to be about ankle deep yeah. um, <laughs> so you know for it to be above you know, the second story <laughs> just- uh, and the place was still like, <laughs> rebuilt uh, yeah, yeah. It was, or did it, they completely wreck it? No, no, it wasn't a Queenslander. So it was, you know, it was just literally, you know, it was just covered in water. Just, and just, oh. Like, could you imagine trying to trying to clean it? Anyway, so, so yeah, we, we called that one Flood House. Flood House. And, and honestly, I was quite keen on it. You were ready to roll the dice. <laughs> Get in there. But, but Paul was like, hell no. Not, yeah. I don't care how much this house is. Just as well, Paul is a sensible man. <laughs> it's just, yeah, but yeah, we had this. Yeah, we had it called Flood House. No. we did have one that was called um, Basement Flood House. Yep. Because we because we knew because we, we wondered why the house because it was in a beautiful neighbourhood. It was a very nice house, and the the entire and it was if you consider 
the ground floor, you, you had to go down the drive, yeah, yeah. and then there's like this space, and then there was the house, the, the first, and then the two stories. Yeah. So when you looked at it from from road, it looked like it was a two-storey house, but you had to go down. And we wondered why the entire bottom floor, which had walls and everything, was just concrete. So like, no plasterboards. No plasterboards or anything, just concrete uh, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was because the entire bottom area flooded. Like it floods yeah. like, you know, every five or six years, like it flood floods. And uh, yeah, so we called it basement flood house. Yeah, basement flood house. But they just kind of got on with it. They just put stuff in there that they knew they could move up and they just built the house as if it was really durable in that way. I don't know, at least I, that's a solution. But I don't know if I've ever told this story, but when we were looking for that, that flat, um, there was one place we put an off, actually put an offer in, got accepted and, and had to pull out. Um, and it was this place in, in Kangaroo Point and just as well, we did the searches. We, we did, you know, all, all the searches you can do. And turns out that they had built it smack bang in the water column, under the, <laughs> under the, so the bottom, there's sort of three basement levels and the bottom level, my understanding from these reports, because also the report's are like 200 pages long. Yeah. Like They're like an engineer's report. Yeah. Um, is you either build way below or build above, but never oh, in it. it. And it's usually, a, a, from one of the reports, is about like four meters. Right. Up. So it's sort of four meters of good soil, four meters of really bad soil, and then kind of below that is fine. Um, and when you actually went into it and you went to the basement, you noticed it. Right, it was like a bit damp and a little bit weird. Damp smell, few too many cracks. Yeah, okay. They were about to initiate kind of court proceedings against the building because the rectifications works were horrendous and you certainly would have felt this but we really felt it was i remember we got this report and we all read it and then we kind of came back the next day all of us came back to, to think you know what does everyone think what should we do and it was all you know and with a heavy heart no no, nah, yeah, you know, yeah, your you heart wants to, to risk it. You really think... You have to call it. Because we loved this apartment. I think yeah. I, even now, <laughs> I liked that apartment. If you put aside all the, the issues with it, if I had no issues, I would have liked that apartment more than I like my current one. Yeah. But you just... Nah. You know, you, you think with your brain and you just uh, go, this is... I'm going to regret this decision we, if I we, go down We had, because we looked for a long time. I think most people will end up looking as long as we do, which was, give or take, around a year. That's about we do. And uh, we looked at a lot of places, and we had offers on houses. But then we'd get the termite inspectors in, and there'd be active termites running around. Like, you'd get a photo of the guy up in the thing, and there's a termite zooming around sort of thing. Yeah. We're like, uh, no, we're not doing that. But, yeah, there were some, there were, there was, there was some where just, it was a bit weird, like, we, we looked at one and it was in one of these um, foresty areas and yeah. it was a, uh, we knew that there was a koala corridor. And what we didn't realize about koala corridors is you couldn't lift the leaf litter. As in like get a, get a blob. Yeah, exactly. And, and clear out your backyard of all the trees or whatever or the leaf litter. So there's no grass. There's no grass. There's yeah. no grass. There's lots of trees over so it's quite dark. I take it you also can't. Cut the trees down. Can't cut the trees down. You can't lift the litter. And we were like, oh, we can't build a pool because it'll be covered in leaf litter 24 yeah. 7. And you couldn't put something over the pool because that was, you know, and you just look you know, at those. And it also get 
leave that alone. And and yeah, and then there was an undisclosed easement going through the property. And when we asked about it, within about three no, within about thirty minutes, we received the easement information. <laughs> so they must have known. They know about it. They it's just because they had it. They had it. So yeah, it's just you just it, there are some. But we loved all of these houses. And you just have to, you just... We realised after a while that there was always another house. That's true. But I still go look back and I actually really like that apartment. Yes, there are lots of houses I yeah. actually liked. But I love the house I'm in now, to be honest. I really like the house I'm in now. But there was, like, there was always another house around the corner that was, that was nice. That is true. Did you also... Did you find yourself... Getting, I don't know what you you call this type of feeling, but you just had to have a bit of bit of a break after it. We did, yeah. You know, you, you have to kind of you just you actually lose motivation for a little bit. Oh my god, we we had all these um, brochures that you'd get, and I had them all piled up, and there'd be you'd be stuff on it that we'd say, you know, boomerang house, this that, and everything to, to, to jog our memories. Yeah. And there were a lot of houses, um, but we stopped for about. A month or so because yeah. we just couldn't be bothered you, you actually had a breakup it was actually really yeah you've had a breakup and you've been stuck in your bedroom uh, <laughs> watching Netflix basically and we, we refused to go anywhere it was it, it was really funny because I the job of somehow the job of um, looking for a house and find you know and and calling up all the yeah. agents and getting the open homes and, and planning the opens because there were weeks that we went by that you know because all the open homes are on Saturday yeah. that I would plan We'd go to like six open homes, yes. and I would plan eight fifteen, and then we we worked out we could get from eight fifteen if we if we just zoom through the house we could get to <laughs> yeah, the, like yeah. it's, the logistics. Yeah. You're on you're on a well, minutes by minute we, time. We frame. were we really don't were. get caught up talking the real estate. No, right? and we were like, oh well, look, if we if we go to this one, we can get to it late, walk around it, and then we can get to the next one early. You know, and th this is what we were doing. Um, and we started turning up also to auctions because we wanted to get a feel for how the auctions were running, which was quite Shouldn't interesting. Get to <laughs> Look, uh, yes and no. I know was, that's not technically really how they work. But. No, it's not technically how they work, but there, there were some really interesting ones out there. And so I was doing all that. And I don't mind because I'm a bit of an organiser. Yeah. And uh, I said to Paul one day, oh, fair enough, you do it next week. That's it, I'm out. Yeah. I've, I've had enough. And we actually swapped, changed where we were looking because for a while we were looking sort of within two or three kilometers of the city mm. um, and uh, Nera was like she lives in Canada she's like oh my god south side's brilliant she comes to the south side we never looked in the south side and we're like no 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 anyway so Paul was like as a Pratt north side well uh, yeah uh, it's just steadfast on my views as well but yeah we'll, and uh, we'll bring you back yes yeah one day uh, we I just said I just can't do this I, I I cannot speak to another real estate agent. I'm getting spammed like crazy. <laughs> it, it, it's so all-encompassing. It's actually... Out of control. <laughs> and I said to him, you do it next week. He goes, okay, I'll do it next week. So he, he sat there on a Friday night arranging all these ones on Saturday. We went to see three houses on Saturday and we put an offer on one of them and we moved into it. So Paul was like, I'm the guy. Back on. <laughs> What had really happened is the year's worth of, of, of pressure had dwindled you down to a position where you, you can you can actually decide on things. I'm You're tired guy. enough. Yeah. As you walk around, kind of. So so he said, you know, after I think it was about ten or eleven months of me 
going, you know, dragging us around to all these different places. Paul was the guy. He is the guy. <laughs> I mean, did he, did he say, oh, maybe I should be a, I should be a, Real a estate buyer's agent. agent. <laughs> I could really... have collected a bit of commission on Yeah, this. yeah, he really, really, really. But the, it was like the easiest sell for this guy. And it was actually really, um, the agent was actually really, really good because Paul called him and said, you know, can we look at this house? He goes, sure, sure, sure. So we went and looked at one house and he went, you know, well, I've got a few more. And uh, it just was, drive you around. he just kind of drove us around and we took we took one of those. So he knows his, he knows his house. He, he, Knows how to sell, that's a good Yeah, sales. he knew how to sell. And we actually really liked it. So, mm. and we met a lot of real estate agents, as you can imagine. Well, you know my personal view on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know my personal view on that, I won't say, but yeah, we, you we, probably would we, we met a lot of real estate agents, and uh, we actually really liked this guy in the end. And we decided that, fine, we'll just, we'll, Paul's like, yeah, we put an offer on like the moment, you know, like 10 minutes after we walked in. <laughs> By that afternoon, it was, you know, done and dusted. It was hilarious. And Paul was like, that's it. I'm That's the guy. Me. Yeah. It's all. I know. But, but yeah, buying places. Just, I always wonder why they, why do they put them all like so close together in the morning on a Saturday? Uh, so you can't go and see them all. Or, I, I, I can't imagine why would there be any other. Is it just because they've got something planned in the afternoon? They, all the real estate agents do, you know, they will, they will plan their day like I plan mine. They've got this house to, to view and then they've got the next house to view, and then they've got the next house to view, and they do that till about 2.30. So each real estate agency has their own selection of four or five houses they're viewing in that day. And if they're all doing that, then they're all kind of viewing. Yeah, like, I get it, but it's just a bit You know, actually, I, look, it's a bit naffy, but I actually really liked it because you got a chance to choose, pick and choose, because you didn't have four houses to go to choose from, you had like 20. Yeah. And so you go, oh, you know, I'll do this one, that one, Google Maps, that one. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, exactly. But have you ever been on the, I think the flip side of, of that is so much boring. One of, for a while there when we were selling a place, um, it was on the market for about sort of four weeks mm. and living in a, in a rental place, like in a, in a show house. <laughs> Sucked. I would have happily moved out. We we did actually do that because um, when we we lived in Red Bank Plains before and we we showed our house, but it was up for sale. I think for like three weeks, and the house was set up not how we lived in it. No, 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 no. And no, no one starts by. Like, you go to the show. No one's living like that. Yeah. Sometimes they don't have a TV. Yeah, like, it's it literally, and and that's what happened. Like it, when we when we wanted to watch TV, we had to bring the TV out of the of the cupboard. Yeah, because apparently TVs are. Or a giant no-no in shoe houses. I, I just disagree with that. Everyone watches TV, but no one... Yeah. You're not allowed to have it on. Eat. Like, you're not allowed to have a TV in your house. But, like, we, we went even kind of more... We had have bed sheets, which are ironed sheets. And you would have your sleeping sheets. Yes. Like, like I used to sleep with one duvet, and then when the show thing... I would, yes. I would carry it kind of very strategically... <laughs> as to not crease it <laughs> and place it and then and then run the steamer over and just and then it, and our, our real estate agent was really really active it was kind of right like, so, yeah yeah we had a good so they were really impromptu <laughs> so it'd be someone like, would be coming over in 30 minutes yes yes 
No, no, I'm not. And I'm no, not joking no, here. I know. And I know. she would be there in 20 minutes. <laughs> God. Uh, so it'd also be so when oh, you're getting your and finger. you're literally in your pajamas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she got no time. And, uh, and you're trying to cook something for breakfast. <laughs> we we actually were quite strategic about the way we ate, but um, you'd also get the shower screen. You know, oh my God, I forgot about it. Cause we all, we, yeah, cause we, we stopped using our sinks. Actually, yeah. Cause they were just too hard to clean. We all had time. three bathrooms. <laughs> we used one. Yes, that's what we did. We, we used one cause that way the others were completely perfect. Do you, did, did, did you put all your stuff into the wardrobes? Yes, 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 so yes, yes. all the drawers in the kitchens were full up and it, cause you were trying to get everything off. The <laughs> like, I've, I've completely forgotten all about this. Um, <laughs> We used to have a couple kind of living areas. Only used one. Yeah. No one and proper bed. No yeah, one yeah, used yeah. the other one. Yeah, because you don't want to drop yeah. crumbs. You don't want to have to vacuum every no, day. No. It's yeah. Um, it was bad then, enough because we had an outdoor area. It was bad enough trying to keep the grass, you know, at the right level and all that. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. And then she, they, she'd come in, you know, just finishing. And we were always told to turn all the lights on. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> the, yep. Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> finding lights I didn't even know existed. <laughs> um, and then you hi, Sonia, and as you're escaping out of, yeah. the, out of, <laughs> out of the, the thing. And then the worst was you had nowhere to go. No. No, so, so you either drove around in your car or and you did nothing. Yeah, you just. Or I mean, a couple of occasions, um, I literally, we had a park across the Yeah. Yeah, we, I was, we, we, I, I was exiled into the park to just, we had to grab the cats. So, true. So we had, cause, cause we grabbed the cats and put them in the car. We just sort of drove around the corner and sat there and the, waited for the, <laughs> I, one of the times I remember specifically doing something, grabbing the car and literally just driving across the street. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, ordered a pizza to my car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally ordered it to the next door neighbor's house cause I didn't want them to arrive at yeah, the house yeah. and then intercepted him yeah, yeah. beforehand, which I'm sure. He probably thought I was just some random guy trying to get free pizza. But, um, and then proceeded to watch the open <laughs> with my pizza. And it was a nighttime showing. Oh, and so I'm literally just a creepy here. dude <laughs> across the street in the dark street, <laughs> eating a pizza, watching this house. It, it felt like I was in a, uh, you know, like the cops, um, like a stakeout. Yeah, you're in a stakeout. Because I also then naturally got too involved and was... Ooh, like how many Who's cars that? came? What's going on? How many cars came? Uh, what cars were they driving? <laughs> what type of people were they? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't miss that. I don't. Oh, it was, <laughs> it's actually completely manic yeah. for the better part of a month. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I was so just, I was over it, really over it. Well, everybody, hopefully you've enjoyed the law cast today. Um, I think eBay is giving yes, a bit of a starring show of that. He's, <laughs> eBay is, eBay's just turned up. Oh, here we go. I don't know if you can see her. She's not feeling very well today, so she's a bit quiet. But, uh, yeah, so, yes, let us know if you've uh, got any opinions on super innovation. Or if you've had a really horrendous time selling your, selling house, your house and it, it's... Just Honestly, completely I, taken over your entire life. I think you and I were really lucky. We only had a few weeks of it, but there are people out there who have to take takes months to sell. And oh. imagine living in that environment. For months. <laughs> I think the price would start going down. Oh yeah, I would. I would move out. But uh, okay. But anyway, <laughs> it's lovely. To
We digress. We completely digress. <laughs> we need to finish up today. Um, we'll be back again in a couple of weeks. And uh, if you uh, like the new setup, let us know. And uh, we'll, we'll see you then. Yeah, we'll see you then. See you later.